Hey, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So, hopefully, you are enjoying these solo rambles that are going on for the last little while. Uh, I think just right now that the the solo ones are where my headspace energy is kind of going into from having chat with, with clients and in the the female fat loss group which is my group coaching uh, program and then with my one-to-ones a lot of them are kind of saying that they prefer the one-to-ones uh with the the one-to-one kind of rambles at the minute because it's about it's very more focused on what's kind of coming in to check-ins it's kind of it's a lot more focused on what the mindset is the questions that are coming in so it's in the moment and it's a little bit more in line i love doing the guest episodes i really really do just taking a little bit of a break for a while from doing them uh particularly with kind of holidays kind of coming up in the next little while as well just wanted to kind of take that little bit of a break and kind of take that little bit less pressure off things at the minute with things being so busy and a lot of kind of exciting things kind of coming up in the, the pipeline in 2023 i think this is the year where things are going to happen so and where i have the direction where i want to go and lost sight of that a little bit in the last year or so so i'm excited for the the, the re the rejig of things so one of the big things that kind of comes up for clients can be that they're not losing weight so one of the things that people can say is i'm not losing weight but despite having done everything or being perfect so you may be someone who kind of comes in that you've been nailing your exercise you've been nailing your nutrition but you're not getting the results you're looking for so if you've ever said that or you're feeling like that right now you are not alone and plenty of people i see who are exercising regularly regularly eating the inverted commas so-called perfect diet still struggle with their weight it may sound counterintuitive or a little bit strange despite being inverted commas perfect when it comes to this food and exercise thing but you're still having trouble losing weight but i'm i'm gonna tell you that it doesn't really surprise me when people are saying that it probably means that the perfectionism is mostly likely what's actually holding you back and deterring you and stopping you so i think first of all we need to look at what actually is perfectionism so many people actually feel that perfectionism is about being perfect okay that's what most people think it is and on the surface that's what it appears to be if someone hasn't read up on it or ha- someone hasn't studied it it ultimately could be that's what that's what it is at surface but however your need to be perfect is more about your self-worth than anything else now i'm just going to take a moment to let that sink in your need to be perfect is more about your self-worth than anything else Before I go any further, I need to clarify what I mean about perfectionism. Perfectionism involves putting pressure on yourself to continually meet, often impossible, high standards, which has positive influence or powerful influence, should I say, on the way you think about yourself. But there's different definitions of it when you kind of come from it, when you look at it from clinical settings. And that can be the relentless striving for extremely high standards for yourself or for others that are personally demanding. And these can be often seen as unreasonable to other people. You could be judging your self-worth largely based on your ability to strive for and achieve such unrelenting standards. And you could be experiencing negative consequences of, of setting such 
had a demanding standards yet continuing to go for them despite the huge cost to your mental health huge cost to you financially effort wise etc and that's going to sound familiar to an awful lot of you and researchers have shown that that shown that parts of perfectionism are helpful and other parts are unhelpful and like there has to be to like to everything there's there's kind of like a a positive and a negative to every single thing that we have and what that we do that's out there etc so the positives about perfectionism are like to do well work hard have high standards highly organized are efficient and are prepared now these are all great attributes and can go a really, really long way to being a successful individual whatever success means to you and they can also help you in your quest to get fitter to get leaner to get stronger but unfortunately there is this assumption that being a perfectionist is a good thing as it leads to positive outcomes and and kind of high achievements but people who identify as perfectionists often get stuck in a rut and are often unable to move forward despite having goals they want to achieve and before i get into how perfectionism holds you back it's probably really, really useful to examine what is really behind the needs to get everything right. And it's not about achieving your goals or wanting success. It's often driven by fear. At the heart of every perfectionist is fear. Fear of failure, fear of making a mistake, fear of being judged, fear of not being good enough. In fact, this I'm not good enough thinking is a continual message that you tell yourself which actually often paralyzes you from actually taking any action but what is good enough how do you know you're not good enough if you don't know what it is and perfectionism perfectionism is also linked to self-esteem can be linked to anxiety can be unfortunately linked to depression and in eating disorders as well and having this constant belief that belief that you're not good enough, and that that key word there is belief. Belief is a story, doesn't mean it's the truth, or what you've achieved isn't isn't enough. Keeps you in this vicious cycle, because you're always trying to do more, achieve more, so you can feel more. And some of the perfectionist behaviors that are out there, and you might relate to a couple of what things I'm about to say. So what I want you to do while you're doing this is either take a mental note or take it tick on a piece of paper while you're listening to this and see how many of these you actually identify with number one is the belief in the kind of like the perfect journey the path of success should be linear and free of failure how many people believe that you believe that weight loss is just going to be continuously down weight and you're never going to go up on the scales or nothing's ever going to arise no stress, no sickness, no injuries, no life issues. Number two is focusing on the end goal all the time. Perfectionists are all are unable to enjoy the present moment. They're always like, what's next, what's next, what's next? Or they learn the lessons that they need to learn because they're too busy focusing on what they want to achieve. They're not in the moment. They're not enjoying things. They have this all or nothing approach. There's no middle ground. There is right or wrong, good or bad, success or failure. It's very, very black and white thinking. Defensiveness. Perfectionists often deflect to onto others or take 
constructive criticism personally. They, if something is said about how they react to something or feedback is given to them, they may not react positively or that you may use it as a way, as, a, as a, an attempt to deflect away from what they actually want to do. They focus on their faults. Despite great success, perfections are often, they often focus on what they did wrong. They're hard on themselves because of their belief that achieving something should be easy. Generally, perfectionists are very hard on themselves for not being perfect. Real followers as well. So they feel they need to be in control and they're, they're, they're therefore likely to follow rules. And it's, far to, it's, it's hard to go with the flow. It's, it's always on edge. They hide themselves, afraid of being found out and therefore shy away from sharing who they really are. They wear masks in fear of being seen for who they are. They try to think who they should be rather than being seen for their authentic self. They have, they're afraid to try new things. They're often afraid to try new things in the case they make a mistake or they don't get it right. People pleasers. Because they're afraid of being judged. They try to keep everyone else happy, even at their expense of their own happiness. They find delegation difficult because of the high standards. They find it hard to delegate tasks to other people or even ask for help. They may lack confidence or belief because they rarely celebrate their achievements. They're not in the present. They're on the what happened and they're going forward. They're never focusing on the now. And the last one is they require validation. They often need validation from others because they don't give it to themselves. So there's, I think I've mentioned 14 of them there. There are more, but they're kind of the most one, the, the biggest ones I can see when I'm talking to people. Belief in the perfect journey, focusing on the end goal, all or nothing approach, defensiveness, focusing on faults, harden themselves, rule followers, hide themselves away from things. They wear masks, afraid to try new things, people pleasers, finding de- delegation difficult lack confidence and belief and require validation how many of those can you relate to is it five is it three is it all of them is it ten is it seven how many of those can you actually relate to but now i'm going to show you what a a different approach and how it may be more productive can lead to lead to often increased confidence with people and better results as as a byproduct of it with your weight loss and many people are afraid to make themselves accountable. But often accountability will bring the results and freedom that you're currently craving. Like I'm accountable to a couple of people at the minute. In relation to various different areas of where I want to go. But the I'm going to show you how what I, I'm going to show you the different approach and the first one is the journey has ups and downs it involves ups and downs there will be mood there will be emotion there will be stress there will be life and there will be times where you are able to go plain sailing and there will be times where life ramps up but there are lessons to be learned through the kind of failures that may happen 
generally when failure kind of happens, there's generally a lesson for you there. So, all right, so we stress out. We emotionally ate. Okay, why did we do those? It's not a failure. It's not a failure at all. But there's a lesson to be learned there. Focusing on the present. Put your energy into your next action. And how to get you to your goal rather than focusing on the complete end result. Think of it when you're trying to save money for a house or a car or whatever it may be. Are you always focusing on the end goal or are you focusing on how much you need to save each month to get you to that goal? But that's using logic. But when it comes to how we look and how we feel, all those different things about our weight, emotion is often leading our decisions rather than rather than taking a step back. It's about changing one thing at a time instead of trying to get everything right all the time. Focus on changing one thing at a time so you don't get overwhelmed. Too many people, when they try to lose weight, is I'm going to change everything. Sleep, stress, emotional eating, training, protein, carbs, fats, fiber. It's like, stop trying to change everything. It's never worked for you. You don't need to change everything. Just change something. And it's often your habits and behaviors around things. Take responsibility. Rather than blaming others or blaming situations, Take constructive criticism. It's designed to help you. Not to put you down. Sometimes it can be hard to hear. Like I get feedback from clients all the time. What worked, what what didn't work. And I remember when I first started doing it, it was hard to hear. Some of it wasn't great. And what i took from those was if it stung i was kind of like just paused and said why is this stinging so much is it more about me or is it the approach or is it a tone or is it a technique that i need to improve on but having that awareness and kind of pausing and saying well what can i improve on has allowed me to be a lot better allowed me to take responsibility to let me to focus on my wins which is the next one it's focusing on the progress that you've made and celebrating what you've actually achieved. No matter how much small it seems. Little wins add up to big progress. That's why I talk about focusing on non-scale victories all the time with clients. Like I know sometimes in the, the, the group, the female fat loss group that's kind of happening at the minute is there's a few clients whose weight is down, but it may not be as down as much as they want it to be, which is based off expectation. So I have to manage that. But their measurements are down. So which means fat loss is occurring, which means their body composition, their clothes are feeling better. And some of them have even gone down a dress size, even though the weight hasn't gone down as much as they potentially wanted to. Not through any fault of their own. Not through any fault of me either. It's just we've no control over the scales. But it's about focusing on their wins. Celebrating their strengths. Celebrating their... Focusing on... The, too many people will celebrate the strengths but will focus on the weakness you need to learn to work on your weaknesses so you can turn them into strengths you control your response rather than trying to control the events that happen to you maybe being a little bit sounder a little bit more accepting towards yourself be yourself stop pretending to be someone else I did it for years did it for years nearly 30 years of my life was pretending to be someone else 
like people buy into people i'm not for everybody i know that but there are enough people who i am for and it's the same thing with other people like in the media like pierce morgan some people love him some people hate him jeremy clarkson some people hate him some people love him they might it might be a facade it might be an entertainment thing i don't know but it's taking the less it takes less energy to be yourself than to have this blinker of trying to fit in with other people and when that clicks it genuinely saves you so much brain power another thing that you can do is please yourself do what makes you happy ask for help celebrate your achievements be sound to yourself and compliment yourself so when it comes to how perfectionism holds you back from weight loss you have to look at it from a point of view of that you may be able to see that striving for perfectionism actually is holding you back perfectionists often procrastinate because they're worried about making mistakes they're not allowing themselves to learn and they often end up taking no action at all from a safety point of view well if i don't try i can't fail and perfectionists are off so they're they also great at taking avoiding and taking risks meaning they miss out on opportunities to learn and grow being risk averse has been shown to inhibit kind of creativity and innovation meaning you'll often often be to be stuck between because you'll be end up kind of being stuck where you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone and taking risk of doing something out of the ordinary in order to solve the actual problem itself perfectionists often need people's validation to continue to engage in the behaviors that don't support their weight loss efforts because they want to be liked when it comes to like losing weight and fat successfully um perfectionists often feel that they eat something bad or wrong then they've blown it so they may as well keep eating badly sort of nothing mindset they may may feel that there isn't what they're doing isn't enough and instead of doing their best they aim for the highly impossible high standards that's there that, that aren't sustainable think having every single meal prepped think of having exercising every day or twice a day they find it hard to celebrate that they've changed one key habit because they focus on all the habits that they haven't changed yet because they need to change all their flaws or they feel they have to change all their habits at once and then when they find this too difficult they beat themselves up for not being good enough and when everything becomes too hard and difficult they'll throw in the tail for a while until they beat themselves up to have another go this time determined to get everything right this must be the last time this leaves you exhausted it gives you it adds to your stress rather than de-stressing you and stress can impact on mental health depression anxiety your eating habits your sleeping habits so how can you over overcome this habit of perfectionism so psychologists recommend that 
in order to move past this self-limiting habit of perfectionism, you should stop worrying about others think and accept your unique self. And this is like an essential kind of cornerstone habit that will ultimately affect every part of your life, including your career, your relationships, how you look, how you feel. And in order to overcome this, you need to work on it constantly. It's not just going to happen overnight. And reaching out for help, CBT, therapy, whatever it may be, is a great way to do this. By making yourself accountable, you can work on these strategies, these habits, and you can live a more confident life. A hard one for an awful lot of people is accepting that perfection is a myth. Aiming for some progress instead of perfection is much more productive. So I think the best analogy I can come up with on this is the example of the compound effect. Okay, so I'm going to get these figures wrong. So would you rather have one million quid given to you right now? Or would you rather give me give you 10 cents compounded over time over 30 days? And I'll give you that figure in 30 days. Now, an awful lot of people will go for the 1 million quid now and look for that. But if you waited 30 days, I think you end up with something like 3.2 or 3.4 million, I think. Something like that. It could even be more. But generally, perfectionists will go for the immediate response. They'll go, what's next? But if we had played the long game and avoid that all or nothing, if you think about it, the all or nothing approach when it comes to food, we know what it is. But if you use the all or nothing approach in any other walk of life, particularly around money, it's essentially, I'd rather have no money or I'd rather have all the money. Now, we know which way is probably easier. Both have problems, both have benefits, both have negatives. But if you think of it logically with money, what's an easier life? Is it being able to get by or is it just scrounging around? Another thing that you need to overcome to get overcome this habit is build self-esteem by being by facing your fears. One of the questions that always helps me and stands to me is what if fear wasn't there, what would you do? Fear is a good thing. Fear and comfort zone and kind of imposter syndrome is a good thing because it means the goal is big enough. Another thing that you need to do is practice gratitude. Give yourself a pat on the back. I struggled with this for a long time about being grateful for what I had achieved and taking stock and taking taking reassessing what I'd done rather than moving on to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Actually taking a step back and saying, right, checking in yourself, like getting like giving credit to yourself for what you've done in a short period of time rather than just going on to the next thing, the next thing. Because you're never going to be happy or be fulfilled if you keep focusing on the next thing. Humans are built on this idea of the next thing will bring happiness. This amount of money will bring happiness. This amount of weight loss will bring them happiness. But that's a false promise. It's a false pretense so many people are wrapped up in because it's so built up in what other people are thinking. 
and we can't control that we can't control what other people are thinking but we believe that in order to be accepted by these people the societal expectation that in order to be happy or accepted we need to look a certain way we need to weigh a certain amount we need to wear a certain amount of clothes the fancy car the fancy house the good looking partner but realistically we don't need any of that need and want are two very 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 different things you need air but need and want are two very very different things so how can we how do i help clients overcome these tendencies around perfectionism i don't follow an all or nothing approach we've i focus on looking at the client working with the client and asking them what's the first thing that they want want to work on implementing one thing at a time so they don't get get overwhelmed and give up we end up focusing on small manageable steps rather than focusing on the end goal that's the tough one to get the head around it's like what i want to lose weight so bad it's like yeah but you've lost weight before and you still weren't happy so we need to look at what was the issue what was the things that you brought in beforehand what were the techniques that you brought in beforehand i make sure on every single check-in that they celebrate the wins what three things are you proud of is one of the most difficult questions on the check-in that i have with my clients irish people are not great at answering that question it's kind of like oh she's got notions or he's got notions or they've got notions but these you celebrating your wins for yourself give this a little bit of release of a feel-good hormone and they'll motivate you i know when the clients haven't filled that box in it's when they have had either lack of sleep or are so stressed that they don't feel that in because they can't remove the emotion it's only perspective they're led by emotion rather than by using perspective i think inert in order to unearth or kind of uncover that authentic self you need to create an environment an accepting environment so that you can be real with yourself and look at what you want to do like one meal can't derail anyone two meals cannot derail anyone three meals cannot derail anyone etc 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 but the belief system that you have around shame and guilt i am a bad person if i've had a chocolate bar last night now i'm saying that as passive as can be but i know an awful lot of people that work with me and listen to me have that belief but that's been that's been taught to you that's been learned from somewhere but having a supportive environment for yourself whether it's through family whether it's through work colleagues whatever it may be and actually giving yourself credit as you kind of go along saying wow i've i've actually managed to do this look how far i've come from measurements energy sleep libido confidence perfectionism is built off fear it's not built off the things that you think it's believed it's, it's built on and it can come from many many different facets and different walks of life come from trauma or grief in your life childhood trauma whatever it may be and there are support networks out there for you 
but if you want to you need to look at what are your what are your values what do you value in life and most people's belief system is around their family their kids or whatever it may be so how does how does your how do your actions impact on other people the people that you value how do they impact you what do you want to do what are you what do you want your life to look like so if you want to look at that audit and say to yourself well how is perfection holding for holding you back if you can relate to any of that above drop us a message leave a review up on itunes or on spotify and i can help and if you want help click on the link in the show notes and we'll go from there so hopefully that has helped you that not losing weight despite being perfect if you actually looked at and took an audit and said to yourself are you perfect or is it is your system being perfect or are you i'll always ask someone when they're kind of getting impatient with things is kind of like have you done everything possible and if they can't answer yes if their answer is no it's kind of like well i would focus on getting your adherence up that adherence doesn't mean restriction adherence often means how can we get more regular meals in are we doing are we getting out for a walk most days are we doing our training are we getting protein with most meals that's what i mean but the perfectionist in us would say well we're failing it's like no no no, we're not failing you're not failing the system just needs a little bit of a tweak for you to get it to work what like one foot's in the door one foot's at the door you're kind of like if i it's kind of like i can lead a horse to water but if the client doesn't want to jump through it's harder so what could we could we focus on instead rather than just focusing the scales non-scale victories are your clothes feeling better is your energy better libido better confidence better feeling better are you fitting into clothes you've never felt before one of the ones that's kind of coming through an awful lot of clients at the minute is their wedding rings are feeling better going down notches on belts buying new clothes buying new outfits better confidence better sex life better enjoyment on holidays in their bikini but too many people focus on the scales and that's built off control and perfectionism that's built off fear fear of what other people are going to think of you because you look like x or y or z and that belief system is stopping you from going what after you want to go after something to think about